0: Hello everyone, we are starting just a tad bit early, we've got some time constraints here, you know how it is down here in South Florida, things have got to move, so we are going to get started, I got my good friends Julio Petey and Will Shea, we are going to go way back, here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Uncle Marv Podcast. I am your host, Uncle Marv, and I am joined by my, I'm going to say good friends, even though we haven't chatted in a while. I really should call them my boys because they were in my group, 31, way back in the 1990s uh, as part of Jack, Julio Petey, and Will Shea. Gentlemen, how are you? <laughs> Testing, testing. I can't hear.
1: You can't hear? Can you hear us? Oh. I I can hear you. I can't hear him.
0: Oh.
2: That's kind
1: of how it used to be, right? I guess (laughs) guess we're keeping it regular.
2: That's right.
0: You didn't listen to me back then, so. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
2: Yeah, man. That was what? 1989, 1990? That's 30 years ago, man.
0: 1990. 1990. Now, do you guys remember the very first night
1: you can hear me, right? I can yeah. hear you. I guess we, we, we... All
0: right, Wilson, I have to translate for me.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. We do
2: closed captioning. We good. We good. <laughs> yeah, we good.
0: <laughs> so the very first oh night God. we met, we were sitting at a dorm room on the campus of Indiana University. And do uh-huh. you remember how that first night went? Tell me your recollection and what you guys thought.
2: So... So the question, JP, is the first night we met was in a dorm room, or I should say in a building. I believe that that was uh, Foster. Mm. We were in the Foster building. That's right. And, uh, you know, our first impression. So I'll go first. My first impression was, well, damn, all of the international students are stuck together. We got all these cute Latinas. (laughs) This this dude from Miami is, is basically my people. Black, that's Cuban, right. Chinese. That's right. Um, you know, this big dude from Chicago that just talks a lot of shit and wears a lot of red. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be that's all right. Exactly. We are part of some type of experiment. We just go with the flow. And there's, there's, you know, we got the one, we
1: got the, like, one of two black counselors. So, yeah, this makes <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly how it went down, man. We were, we were just, it's almost like, a, it was serendipitous, man. It was like, there was no introduction needed. There was no break the ice needed. We kind of looked at each other and we said, oh, this is going to work. This, this, this is really going to work. I don't think they're ready for, for what's about to happen. And they clearly were not, because they put us in the
2: only <laughs> spot that had air conditioning that had its own separate entrance for like some like quad or something, and we turned that into. Right. You remember what? You remember what the name we call that? Be? The pity pack. The pity pack club. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Right because
1: boomerang. No, not boomerang. Um, uh, Harlem
2: nights. Oh, the my God. Right? yeah, it,
1: it was. It was a Harlem, It was a Harlem nights. It was a pity pack. The pity pack
2: club and the dude and the. I can't remember the dude's name. It was a big dude. They featured the three of us in that video. He could play piano and sing. We were just bringing yes. ladies into
1: the, into the AC. It was, it was amazing. It's amazing what, what a little bit of humidity, you know, and some good vibes. <laughs> well, actually, <you> know.
0: <laughs> so for those that uh, are wondering what in the world is going on, so 1990, uh, the National Junior Achievement Conference at Indiana University, I had just come off of 1989 of having the best group, and I thought 1990 was going to be it. The year before, we were Batman.
1: You had I can't hear.
0: I, I got you. We got you. Uh, I came back with a super group. We were gonna do that, and they changed my counselor the night I flew in, and told me, "Oh no, we've got you on a completely separate track, and here's your group." And we walked in, and you all were pissed.
2: So th- yeah, so the translation, Peedi, is he came off of having like the best year the year before. He thought he was the man, and then he they switched up his whole program on him and said, here, since you did so well, we're going to give you the new group. You go <laughs> take the new thing. You take the experimentation. And then he walked into a room of people that were like, what the hell? This is not what we signed up for. And half and of you couldn't speak. And three of us in <laughs> the corner going, yeah, we're going to turn yeah. this anarchy into something yeah. special. And half yeah. of you didn't speak English. <laughs> Yeah, half of the group didn't speak English. You basically had Club Babylon. You had the Babylon Club from, uh, you know, the
1: Pacino movie. That's right. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah. And then Princess Griselle thought she was going to run everything from the Princess of Puerto Rico.
2: Yssel, that's right. You had Yssel, who was your co-counselor. Your Your co-counselor, yeah.
0: No, she wasn't the co-counselor. My co-counselor was... uh, some, what was her name? Amy from like Indiana or something. She was like, it was her first year. But Giselle is the, the Puerto Rican girl from Puerto, uh, from uh, what delegation? Not the Mexico delegation. Cause we had half the Mexico delegation. We yeah. had Puerto Rico and Bahamas.
2: Mm-hmm. And then like well, you two the whole of- Amy delegation. You just had like <laughs> me and like a couple of other people. From the Bahamas, but um yeah, you, you had the you had the best people from the Bahamas, I'll say that.
0: Yep. Yeah. So we had a good year. It was a good it was a good time. And I call you all my kids and you all grown up now. So uh quickly why don't we do this? Because I know Petey may have to bolt. So why don't you guys tell us, you know, how things have been, what you're doing now, and where you're at.
2: So, PD he wants you to give him uh, just a synopsis of, you know, what's happened to you in the last 30 years, how you're running Miami.
1: <laughs> so uh, I will tell you that the experience really, you know, set me off on a different trajectory in regards to appreciating the kind of things that we bring together. I mean, it, it was, it's almost like uh, if you had to recreate it, it couldn't be done in this this day and time. I mean, I don't, we were, we were cool before Twitter. We were cool before any of this scenario. And people really opened up and talked and, we we really, you know, aired out everything that we needed to do. So fast forward 30 years from that, you know, I don't see myself in any other different role than doing the same thing, which is trying to bring folks together. You know, I work in economic development, which is, you know, an incredible field to, to be able to, to talk about how, you know, putting goods and services together and, and repping Miami and making sure that people understand that, you know, we are not just and fun. We, we work on the business side and what makes this area you know impressive for business is really what I spend my time in you know uh, I still do a lot of uh, volunteer work with j a you know back and forth, and so they they still stay active in the community at large but that that experience what we had was was amazing again it just solidified you know that I was thinking about being international before it was cool
2: well, for me, the biggest takeaway was I gained a friend in Julio for life Julio's been there for me for you know a couple of very important things in my life he was there for my graduation from college he stood in my wedding um you know he knows that i have his back you know you know thick and thin if there's one person uh that i definitely would take that proverbial bullet for it would be him um but yeah for me too it touched me as well um you know, I wanted to do the whole, you know, doctor thing, you know, but then just getting really deep into that whole business realm. I ended up, you know, running my own business um, as a, as a, you know, real estate broker. Uh, but a lot of the lessons that I learned from, from junior achievement, I still apply today. And then just that whole international vibe, you know, pulling that in as well. Um, you know, it, it, 30 years later, it it did form a lot of, of, you know, who I am and and, um, what I wanted to do. So thank you, Marvin, for being, you know, a part of that, really.
0: Well, I'm glad you guys survived. I'm glad we all survived. It was a good week, even though it started off a little, you know, on, on the wrong foot, I guess, but, you know, understanding what it was for, it was the bridge between the old NAJAC conference and the new International Student Forum, and hopefully he'll He'll come back uh, for those watching live. Um, PD just dropped off. He was so to explain. PD is actually on the field with his son, and they are. Uh, his son is practicing. Let me bring him back in here. And got it. Any better? Better. All right. Perfect. So I was just telling everybody where you were. You're at the field. Your <laughs> your boy is practicing and right. uh, trying to become the next My, uh, Miami Marlin.
1: Let's see. That's a, that's the retirement goal for me, least Break that cycle of poverty, as you say. About <laughs> it. That's that's exactly right. And all of y'all are invited to the big house once that happens. You know, because as 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 we're going we're going to have to do two of those sellers there. Well, Uncle Marvin going to drive down. You know, he's going to stay up. You know. Yeah. Up. that's that true. That's up. true. The demographics
0: <laughs> for people. I live in Fort Lauderdale. Petey's in Miami, and that uh, that uh, county line.
2: <laughs> I, I, I try not to
0: go down there. The last time, you know, I did. I have been down there. I just, you know, I I dip in and dip out.
2: Isn't there an A P B out for you? There's a there b- is. bolo, bolo there for is. A, a shorter African American bald man with computer skills.
0: They're You're looking like, for they're
1: me.
2: A bolo for that.
1: They're looking hey, for listen. me and
0: Kendall, and I ain't going.
1: Listen, there, there is. They're waiting on that Brightline train to get, get geeked up again, so you can just take it back and forth. Now it's going, now. It's going to, you know, now it's going to Disney World. Oh Lord, have mercy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while we got you, Petey, I do want to yes, let sir. people know. So the big tie around for us is so when I started with Junior Achievement, it was in Central Florida. Uh, my mm-hmm. high school we tied into the Cocoa Beach realm. The director of the Central Florida office was the queen of JA, Catherine Haga. That's right. Who, after you attended the national conference, when you graduated and everything, went back to Miami. Kathy had moved to Miami to take over that position down there. You worked right. with my girl,
1: Kathy. That's exactly right. I actually uh, was fortunate enough to uh, be talked into a part time gig and, and, and really trying to give back. And, you know, I'm all about giving back you know, you're blessed, you're supposed to do that and pass that forward. So in that spirit, I wanted to go back to the high school, not only the one that I went to, but some of the harder ones in town and talk about how great this program is. And so she and the board and some other people on staff at the time were like, this guy can really, you know, he can pitch it. So why not let's get him on the road. And man, that that lasted 15 plus years of my life, (laughs) off and on, you know, so. Absolutely. Kathy was amazing. And, well,
2: and Julio introduced me to Kathy who then introduced me to one of her people, Bill Anino, up in Boston. Bell, so yeah. when I was in grad school, I ended up working for junior
1: achievement for three years. There you go.
0: Mm. See circle of life, baby. If it wasn't for Kathy Haga, So even though I was in junior achievement, I was not on the trajectory that I took, uh, I don't even remember why I was in their office, but I was there. <laughs> and
1: fixing some machines. <laughs> and Kathy
0: turned to me and she goes, you know, we have a spot in this national conference I think would be great for you. And I said, oh. And she goes, no cost to you. I said, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was that the worked. reason. She's the reason that I attended the national conference. She's the reason that I went back a second year and then went back as staff. And what was it, about six years later is when you guys were in my group. That's right.
2: And then, what, a year or two years later, Ooh. we go back as as staff ourselves. Yep, yep. our
0: I think that was the <laughs> most, I think out of that group, I think there were five that came back as staff. I think that's the most of any group to have delegates returning as staff members.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was something else. <laughs> wow. Now, here's the other thing. I don't know how you guys cleared you know customs and the f b i check and weapons check and all this stuff.
1: let us just say that uh Indiana University and then uh followed them by uh I think somewhere in Michigan, you know our names are somewhere, so they they say clear, <laughs> clear them, clear them through.
0: Oh my. All right, so gentlemen, uh, have you guys been keeping in touch with other people from from that ger- generation, that era, um, in Junior Achievement? I know that you both have worked. We all have worked for Junior Achievement, and I still keep in touch with a lot of the people here. We just had a reunion two years ago, and we're going to be doing another one next year. But how are you guys still in the JA field?
1: Go ahead, Julio. I mean, really, I haven't really been as, as connected as I should with some of the folks from the national. Uh, convention i'd love to actually participate in that uncle Marv. if you want to put me on that rotation all right that works but um with the local office obviously i still stay in touch with them you know just wherever i can pitch in and help but really would like to connect with those folks that we met in the in the conference i mean there's been some some core people that i you know have have come into my life from there i mean um, uh one of the executives from junior achievement in in chicago uh, uh was was amazing 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 uh mentor uh passed a couple of years ago and again really really was was a mentor to me so you know you it's one of those end things. Up in the shy because he yeah, passed. That's, ex- that's exactly right yeah yeah man yep yep so you know it's it's one of those things where again it's it's so impactful you never know what 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 the plan is but you just want to be open to any opportunity so yeah, i would love to be reconnected with them and 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 see wherever my experience and my expertise can can go so
2: All right. Well, what about you? I I... I keep up with some people on Facebook. Um, You know, I I keep up with you, obviously. Um, Marky Menlin. I mean, I was in love with her for a while. Um, (laughs) Secrets being told here. Yeah, Anne Hale. Oh, my God. I mean, there are just some amazing people that, you know, we got to experience, um, you know, in our youth. I mean, just just amazing, you, you know, youth leaders that, you know, people, people, I don't think, I mean, I, and like Julio said, a lot of the stuff that that happened back then, I just don't think you could do now. Yeah. I'm not saying that what happened back then was bad, but just, you know, people just got soft over the last 30 years. People just got soft. I mean, when, when there was a time for tough love, you got that tough love you weren't going to like report somebody for it or anything like that. And, you know, you shape people's lives. And I think that that's what what was able to happen um, at, you
1: know, that level with Junior Achievement.
0: So
2: there's
1: take a step to your left. Well these lights are killing me. I'm He's... trying not to get hit by these young men throwing these errant balls here. So. You... I'm looking at you, but I'm also looking out for my world. Yeah, Yeah, don't take the ball to the face. Yeah, perfect, perfect. You're perfect right right. there. Right there. You got a halo that's just,
2: you know, just (laughs) giving you us your incredible aura.
0: Just uh, stop doing that Saturday night fever swing around thing. Right, right, right. So yeah, so the stuff that uh, happened back then, the the vibe of that conference. I mean, when we were there that year, we were actually on the downside of the Junior Achievement conference. When I got there, there were still three thousand people involved in that conference. We were down to just under two that year, and uh-huh. I can tell you this: the stuff that happened in that dorm room would not fly today. That's for sure. Uh, how many of you? How many of you guys did I have to wrestle in the hallway to get? <laughs> yes.
1: Well,
2: dude, think about it. You're talking about from being a leader with what you did with the students, dude. The stuff that we did as staff. Right, you couldn't. I mean, couldn't all all that. good fun. You know, you could right. not do today.
0: Right. No, somebody would be offended somewhere.
2: Yep. Someone would be offended. <laughs> someone would be in jail. They'd be calling the police, dude. Absolutely. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Now, tell me some uh, other stuff. Now, I know that, uh, Petey, we've talked about your your kid there. Uh, what about the rest of the family? Okay, if you don't want to talk,
2: don't talk. Yeah, P- Petey's kind of kind of. That's that's how he is on that end of, of his life. He's got a very um. Know, how should we say this? Uh, exciting life when it comes to his social activities. So we don't we don't want to highlight that um, right now.
0: <laughs> All right, um, keeping it on the low. That's what he's doing. So what about you? We know that you're out west. We uh, know that you got yourself a nice business there. Living it, living the high life, I hear.
2: Um, you know, I can't complain, man. God's been God's been good. You know, little high beaky. Um, while I'm talking to my people from 30 years ago.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, um, got a son married, and um, I'm married to my son, but married to my mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I joined Jul- that conversation. Julio's met her. Julio was at my wedding. Um, people still talk about, but, uh, we had the wedding of the, of the, the century. It was back I in 2000. So. Yes. We had a good time. We all had a good time and everything's still going strong, man. It's all, but you know, you, you, you enter fatherhood and I always wanted, one of the things I always wanted in life was to pass on the relationship, um, that I had with my pops and I'm trying to pass that on with my son, with my son. Um, and then, you know, I always tell Julio that, um, you know, my dad loved him. My dad always, you know, thought of him kind of as, as one of his boys. So, um, you know, we, we lost my dad, you know, a while back. But, mm-hmm. you know, Julio, he was you you were always on his mind. He always would ask me when I'd call him, you know, how's Julio? Tell Julio I'm gonna be in Miami soon. He never would go. <laughs> but <you> know, <laughs> tell, him, tell him I'm gonna see him soon. So, you yeah, know, he yeah, loved yeah. he loved you,
1: Julio. You know what? I, I still feel the spirit, man. I mean, that's a, again, it's it's family. It's family. You know, it, it's the kind of thing that you you don't you know, you don't see each other. But the minute this, this you know, you're there, it's like no, no time has passed, you know. So amazing. Amazing stuff.
2: I mean, that's one of the things about the conference. You're there for, you know, a week and you develop these these relationships with people. And, and it's corny. But, you know, you you're crying on the bus as you're leaving and you feel bad. But, you know, that's superficial. Right, I mean, I can say that that I have a lifelong partner in Julio. So, so I, I will always appreciate and thank Junior Achievement for that.
0: I thought you were going to thank the fact that you guys were trying to team up on me and rule the roost, thinking we ain't taking whatever he's given. <laughs>
1: You know, we 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 just said that that was just a ne- you were a necessary evil to the scheme we had going on. It wasn't. It, it was never about that. We said, you know what? Somebody's got to take the lead and, and and whatnot. We just throw the responsibility. If things were going to go wrong, we're going to blame you anyway. So, I mean, that I'm that's, just that's saying they right. they ended up making a
2: staff. So, Pujulio, we must have done something right. Something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh,
0: oh my goodness. All right.
2: Guys, those I'm trust, have to check game, those out. trust games that you had us do. They're
1: like <laughs> do you oh, you know what, what you boy, man. I'm am gonna I'm gonna leave that one on there. Oh folks, I gotta get back. they're they're about they're about to get me involved in the drill here, man. I all love right. y'all. Thanks hey, for uh, let's stay stay in touch. Stay we in will.
0: touch. We will. I'll get you on the list, PD, and we'll see you soon, all right? And uh take care. Stay safe. safe.
1: I will go. I will commit to going <laughs> if he goes. There all you right. go. All right, I'll well, right get now. you both there. All right. Love you, brother. Merry later. Christmas. Peace. Same thing. Peace. Love to my godson.
0: I <laughs> uh, sorry we couldn't keep him later, but he's a busy man.
2: He is a busy man. He's running Miami, man. Mr. He's doing totally amazing. I think I think if he if he was so inclined, he could really do well in politics. Because oh, yes. he's got that city wired from that economy. I mean, he's always been someone to not toot his own horn. And, you know, be on the down low with his accomplishments. He's, he's just an incredible man. Yeah. Um, Just, he just is, you know, so.
0: Yeah. We didn't get to talk about it when I came back to South Florida and he was down there after hurricane Andrew, he and I hooked up a couple of times and I remember he took me on a tour of the damage of Andrew and we did a couple of things down there and whether it was touring the destruction of Andrew or touring the nightlife of Miami, everywhere he went, people knew Petey.
2: So, so were you there for the white t top uh, Z? I was not. Ah, see, those are the glory days, man. When he, when he had that white t top, when he had that white top Z, a Nissan Z. Oh my god! If you were with him, you felt like you were in Miami Vice, man. I, I
0: was going to say, I missed the Vice days. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but we were on South Beach. Hopping up and down the street
2: there. I would have been 90, that would have been 94.
0: Yeah, so I I hooked up with him right before that, and whew, what a time, what a time. So so things have been good for you. Tell us about the business that you started and how things were going and and all that.
2: So I'm a real estate, um, you know, I'm a, <laughs> not yet, not yet. So I'm working with a company called Intero. Um, one of the fastest organically grown uh, brokerages to the point where Berkshire Hathaway uh, ended up acquiring uh, the business. So I'm still with them um, doing a lot of volunteer work um, on the state level. And again, you know, back to the junior achievement roots and and just having that instilled in me, you got to give back. So I'm a, I'm a state director and all of the contracts that we use in real estate here in California Basically, I'm going to be—I'm—I'm I'm now the chairperson of that committee that does all of that stuff. Um, but my business, you know, COVID give it, COVID take it away. COVID's been good to your boy um, as far as the business. People are just, you know, they're upgrading. They're looking at their, you know, housing. You, you know, your home is now different. It's not just somewhere where you, you, know, you eat and poop. You get your home classroom. It's your home office. Yep. And now people are looking at it a lot differently. And, you know, just because we've got this vaccine does not mean that COVID's going away anytime soon because there could be a COVID 22, a COVID 23. Who knows? Right. Yeah. So people are looking at housing a lot differently. I get to help, you know, I, I love helping first time um, buyers, especially in underserved communities um I, you know i I've, I've got my clients that are exec top executives at oracle and apple so you know we get to we get to mix and mingle and assist people um you know from all you know walks of life
0: so are you finding that the biggest change it's not just adjusting to the home office and adjusting to the possibility of having the choice to homeschool kids and stuff But are you finding that it's a change in lifestyle that the home is becoming now something that they want to stay home and do stuff as opposed to always going out, always, you know, being out for dinner and out for, you know, trips and stuff. The home is now the the retreat that we said it would be years ago.
2: So I've got a client that's a that's a, a builder and you know his big thing right now that he's working on are people are going insane for outdoor uh kitchens mm. because you know they don't wanna use all the really nice stuff inside because they wanna start, you know, their home every night now. So they wanna start cooking and experimenting with new types of foods, but then they don't want that new food smell in the home, right? So they're building these huge, elaborate outdoor kitchens. Um, You know, we've got a lumber, believe it or not, there's a lumber shortage nationally right now, because a lot of people are doing so much work to their homes. Um, You know, we, you know, we just passed through our, you know, through the California association of realtors, we just passed this huge law that we're going to, we hope that a lot of people are going to take advantage of, you know, with property taxes um, here, I mean, you know, it's, it's the Republic of California, right? It's it's very uh, tax-friendly in the opposite way. If they could tax us for breathing, they would. Yep. So, you know, our problem right now is that home prices, you would think, you know, oh, nobody's not doing anything. They labeled us within the first, what, two weeks of the lockdown. They labeled our industry as essential, which we are. So I'm essential. But you always knew that, Mark. You always knew that yeah. I'm, I'm essential. Yeah. Even if, if you weren't, even if you that, weren't,
0: even if you weren't tagged essential, you would have made yourself essential.
2: The people that know me that are watching this right now, that I'm bringing a smile to, that are you know just lapping up in my effervescence, they know that I'm essential, and I love you all for that. <laughs> 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 but no, but seriously, seriously. Um, you know, people are looking at their their homes completely differently now, and it's it is that home office, it is that home classroom, and the bigger the family, the bigger the home you need. Yeah. Um. So, and and we're here to help folks uh, with those options, and we're seeing people leave your highly dense areas and going out and just and just spreading out. The big thing people are talking about here uh, in Silicon Valley is, you know, a lot of the companies are moving. Um, headquarters to, you know, the big place right now is Texas just because of the tax situation, they will tax you to death here. But, you know, we've seen this before and, you know, we had a, we had a whole industry basically collapse here. You know, the, the, the dot um, bomb, uh, the bust that happened here, but, you know, we, we rise again and, and, you know, technology is here. This is the incubator now, they may spring up and go elsewhere but they'll always be here so
0: yep computers are not going away and we are going to rely on them more than ever
2: and, and- as with covid it's just one of these things where we've just had to adjust we're doing everything virtually i've got i'm going to be heading up to berkeley tomorrow to deliver some packages for a client that bought a home they live in minneapolis their daughter um started her first year uh, as a phd in artificial intelligence they bought their they bought the home virtually. Mm. And they'll be coming in on the 23rd. I'm taking up a bunch of packages up there tomorrow. Macy's is delivering a bed. I said, "Yeah, I'll go in and let them in so that you guys don't have to worry about it cuz they're coming out of state and with the regulations with COVID, the hotels are like, "Oh, you're out of state? Yeah, we don't want you here cuz yeah. you're going to be br- bringing the COVID with you." So, you know just you know just doing things like that extra extra stuff for my clients um you know that's that's what we do
0: so i know that the virtual home buying has been around for a while it's not new it didn't just pop up because of covid being able to do the 360 videos and all of that stuff but has there been any other changes that have come about in the last year because of covid with technology in your business <laughs>
2: Honestly, I don't think, because I've always been one of those early adopters okay. of anything and everything that's been tech, but I just think that it's forced everybody else that's not very tech savvy to get tech savvy. Okay. So using the, you know, it's called, um, you know, Matterport, right, for your, for your 360. It's like people say, give me a Kleenex. That's a brand name. You're talking about a tissue. So it's the same thing with the 360s. Matterport is a brand, but we all refer to it as Matterport. Not everybody would pay for them or or provide them to their clients. Well, you've got to now because you can't go – There's we can't do open houses here in California, which, ooh, man, just before COVID, I mean, I've been able to do $10 million off of just the last open house that I did. I've been able to turn that into $10 million in volume. So I personally miss the open house, but you've got to pivot. You've got to do virtual open houses. You can't be afraid – to get on your iPhone or your Android device and put yourself out there and, you know, is not going to be perfect, right? So you've got to be able to, you know, get over yourself, get out there, show people virtually, um, you know, everything about a home and show them that this is the home that they want to be in.
0: Hmm. So you probably have to do a lot more with the pictures and the videos and making them more interactive because absolutely people, people can't touch the cupboards anymore.
2: Nope, they cannot so, touch the. I mean, we've wow. got virtual staging now, so you know they they will go into the house if they if they are a serious buyer. They can make an appointment, but then they've got to realize, oh wait a minute, why is the house empty? Because they used virtual staging. Somebody went there, took a, a photo of the empty room, and then added elements of, you know, decor, all digitally to that house, showing you what the house would look like, you know, if you put this here or that there. So it's it's all very interesting.
0: So here's a question. I know that probably the sellers or the broker for the seller or whatever would do that. What about the option to have people do their own staging? So, for instance, is there a way for them to upload, you know, pictures of their existing furniture put them into the virtual tour. Is that the thing?
2: So with that, um, you wouldn't really have to upload photos. We're just going to maybe have a virtual consultation with a stager and they'll walk through with their, with their mobile phone showing them each room. And then the stager would say, okay, that piece, that piece, that piece, put it, you know, take it out, put it in the garage, put it in storage, you know, leave those pieces in there and we're good.
0: Okay. Just thought I had a brilliant idea that we could make some money off of, of having people being able to stage their own
2: homes. <laughs> well, people do it all. I mean, people do it all the time, right? So, but what you would do is you would have a virtual consultation with an actual staging professional mm-hmm. so that you can get their opinion. I mean, somebody's going to go in and, you know, try to stage their home themselves. I mean, everybody just just wants to do that. But you know the the overt you know you, you probably don't want to have your your gun rack out and your conservative flag you know your uh, not conservative your uh, Confederate flag out and your you know don't tread on me stuff because you're here in very liberal California that's not something that you probably want to do and you're going to say well I want to stage it myself well we want to sell your house well right really, you want to
0: you want to sell it to weekend. whoever it appeals to you're you're letting exactly. go. So that's interesting. So I know that staging is a whole, I don't want to say it's a new industry, but that has just bloomed in the last, what, 10 years?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Staging, I mean, staging, um, drones. Drones have taken off. (laughs) Drones have gotten huge over the last, I'd say, five years. And now... You know, if you're worth your salt, you've got to have a, um, you know, you've got to have the aerial photography. You've got to have aerial videos. I mean, you've got to have these type of things if you want to compete. Mm And especially here in, you know, high-tech Bay Area, you know, we really have to compete on all of the high-tech, you know, stuff that you can have in the house. And then you want to show off all of the green features, you know, in the house if you've got like, you know, it's going to go off if i say it but alexa what's the temperature outside
1: right now it's 55 degrees fahrenheit so you Tonight, want to... expect a low of 40 degrees thank but you alexa you had a good tuesday i did. thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you add that did you add that at the end yeah
2: <laughs> yeah so you know you want to show off all of you know your nest your cameras you want to show you know all of that stuff off so you know, that's, those are the big sellers here in the Bay area.
0: So how much has that added to your expenses in trying to sell these homes? Because you now have to invest in that. It's not like, or is there companies available where you just go, okay, I need to stage a house. I need to, you know, do a drone. Do you rent people for that? Or is that stuff you just bring in in-house so that you can do it yourself?
2: Um, You know, I- So building, you know, building the business, you've got to figure out what your worth is per hour. Me, you know, being behind the joystick of a drone is not worth my time, so I'm going to hire someone to go and do that. Right. I figured it out at the bottom line that my the best use of my time and where I make the most dollars is negotiating the contracts and getting to close the client. So getting the stager in getting the termite guys in, getting the inspectors in, the marketing stuff, somebody, you know, I will hire that out um, to somebody else. And again, it's putting money back into the economy, right? I mean, I could I could try to do it all myself, but there's going to be a limit of, of my time. We only get X amount of hours in the day. And most of my time, I want to be, you know, prospecting for, for my next client. I don't want to be trapped down, you know, doing the paperwork and doing all that stuff. I'd rather have somebody on my team do that where I can pay them, you know, the appropriate um, fee for that. But then I'm going to be doing the more higher dollar productive activities.
0: Well, that's more what I was thinking is that you would get to the point where you would have all of that as part of your team. Mm -hmm. You would have the tech people that could go out and do the drones and the Matatech and all of that stuff, as opposed to going out and having to hire and then you could be a full production.
2: I'm not there yet. I'm not <laughs> there yet. And I don't know if I want to be there yet. I'd rather because if if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be bringing all that stuff on, then I'm probably not gonna be because I enjoy interacting with people. If I'm that big to the point where I've got my own Matterport team, my own stagers and stuff like that that I'm really the CEO of the brokerage and not, you know, a frontline agent. I enjoy out there being out there um, solving the problems, helping people, you know, I love negotiating that deal.
0: All right. Fair enough. And I can, I say the same thing when people ask me, why aren't you big? Why don't you have a ton of tech working for you? Well, I like doing the tech. I like talking to the customers. And if I had tech doing the work for me, I wouldn't have that you know involvement, and I'd be stuck in this room all the time, being the odor that people always think I am
2: <laughs> I think I've seen you mad twice, and one of them was that but with was within the first forty eight hours of of us beating um wait a yeah, minute wait I think, a minute I think at the, the conference? that you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go at ahead. At the ahead.
0: conference I was mad?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, was you it the first night? Always being positive and happy, but you were not thrilled the first 48 hours because they threw stuff at you and you had to figure it out. And I think that first night we basically told you, look, we're in this all together. If you want to be pissed, you can be pissed. And I think that's why our group worked, because we gave each other permission To either say, you know, screw this. Can I say that word on your podcast? Yeah, well, you've
0: said worse already, so. (laughs)
2: Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) You know, I think that's what made our group work. We said, look, we're either going to sink or swim. And since we're new and they're not giving you guys a lot of of guidance, then let's just make this up as we go and and have fun with it. And it worked.
0: Well, we had to. And I I do remember coming into that meeting that first night because – that whole afternoon was me literally revamping my entire plans and my co counselor and not that there was anything wrong with her personally, but she was a rookie.
2: Yeah, she could yeah, you couldn't have two rookies in that new <laughs> and new. she hadn't
0: experienced the regular Najack, but now to do this modified track and to find out that, you know, most of the people in the group thought that they were just kind of thrown there, the extras. And I remember walking in there thinking, all right, I've got to give them the option of of how do they want this week to go? Because I have no idea if what we've got planned is going to work. So I remember asking you people, what do you want to do? How do you want this week to go? And do you want to try to make a go at it? Or, you know, do you want to just, you know, be pissed that, you know, you're the, you're the extras.
2: That's right. And and they probably will never give you credit, but that group, basically the International Student Forum, came out of what you did and brought to that group. They'll probably never give you full credit for it, but many of us that know the real deal, we give you credit for that, Uncle Marv.
0: Well, I thank you for that, and no, I've never gotten the credit.
2: You probably never will either, and but it is what it is, right? It,
0: it is what it is. So – and you know, the conference went on for a few years and they actually ended up changing it to the company master's program and I, I
2: saw I saw a blip on that the other day, yeah.
0: You did? Okay. Yeah. Um well I kind of after let's see, I w see ninety four, I think was my last year. Uh, ninety four ninety-six. I have to go back 94,
2: and look. Four. Ninety-four, because I graduated college I got my first degree in ninety-four. So yeah, it was '94. Okay, and it didn't feel the same when you weren't there.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
2: It didn't. It really didn't. You were a staple, man. You it, you know, and and it just it just was like, oh, Marvin's not here. That energy, that presence was not there. Mm. You know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how far and wide your 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 podcast goes, but I mean, for those of you that have never been in his presence or met him. He's a he's kind of a diminutive guy, but he's got this explosive personality that just draws you into him. And without that there, it was like, wow, this is completely, it's totally different. And because you weren't there, it felt very different. Yeah. It almost felt like they were trying to get rid of all of the old J.A. hardcore Najak people. And brought in like, you know, more of the new people or quite frankly, the people that were ready to kiss ass Hmm. and and move on.
0: You know, nobody's ever said that. But then again, I don't think we've ever asked those questions because here's the thing. When I left JA, I left. Uh, They tried to bring me back in. There were a couple of times that they tried to reinvent the company program here in the South Florida office. And it just, it just didn't feel right. And so when I left, I left and didn't look back. And to some degree, I, I, I hate that because it was such an integral part of life. There was, there were some fundamental things in life that had nothing to do with the business of economics that they were trying to teach us. It was the business of life and that conference and being able to establish friendships. And listen, I'm going to get you and Petey to go to this next reunion. Because when I went to to IU, there were, I don't know, there was like 50 of us there. And I'm telling you, there were people there who felt like their world had come back around. Oh, God, yeah, I can believe that. By seeing these people who they hadn't seen in 10, 15, 20 years. Just like you and Petey, you know, being involved in each other's wedding, MacGyver was my best man. At my wedding. Right. Um, and there are so many stories like that and so many situations where people have stayed in touch. People have helped people through bad times, through good times, and, you know, shared family stuff together and mm-hmm. helped raise each other's kids. There are was, there was so many life things that, that happened as, as a result of that conference that I, I need to get you guys back there so you can feel what I felt when we went back there. People I didn't even know who had been in the conference you know you remember how the paint faints were always the lower echelon we were the scrubs or whatever and then they had you know the competitions they had the contests they had mm-hmm. you know there were people in the office that walked up to me and thanked me for stuff that I did and I had no clue who they were and that's that's the feeling that you get being a part of that conference
2: well i mean you know junior achievement is about economic education well one of the things that you they don't give you or they ever tell you in any economics class but it's the truth it's not you know what you know it's who you know it's about networking and that's what that conference um does you know god god forbid if something i need an attorney in in the chicago land area i'm calling the heart one of the hearts i know that so it's it's you know you don't go to harvard for the education you go to harvard for the networking Right. Yeah. So that was that was basically our Harvard. And you make you make these connections with people that will literally last a lifetime. And oh, by the way, they are successful agents, they are successful economic development people, they are successful attorneys, you know, um, or they're just people that you want to know them, because by knowing them, that will open the door to other people. If you if you choose to use those contacts.
0: Yep. Speaking of contacts, now you had mentioned a couple of names earlier in the show, and I should have said something then, but I'll say it now: Marky Minlan, Anne Hale. Mm -hmm. You you just mentioned the Hart brothers. Uh I have been in contact with all of them. They are. They are all. Marky was on a podcast with me after that reunion, Uh, so we've been in touch there. The Anne Hale is going to be on. The podcast coming up soon. The Hart brothers are actually going to be on. And I want to do a special.
2: I spent a Thanksgiving with Ann Hill. Yes, you did. I sp- asked her if she remembers when Will and some other guy, I can't remember <laughs> other what his name was from. He was a pink fink as well. And we all went and ended up spending Thanksgiving with her uh, at her little house in Minneapolis
0: wow i uh there's going to be tons of stories like that because I've spent time with Margie and her family and her dad in kalamazoo uh we we attended the uh the kazoo kalamazoo kazoo parade together <laughs> <laughs> i've uh we well we had the happy Halloweens remember those mm-hmm. uh had those together of course i've been you know all over the state of Florida with MacGyver. And, uh, actually there are two people in the chat right now. So we, all we have are smiley faces, but I'm going to pop this up right here. Do you recognize that name? (laughs)
2: Lori Hayes? Lori, the rookie Hayes. Yeah, I remember Lori. I remember Lori very well. Hello, Miss Lori. And then
0: (laughs) Isla. Isla from the North.
2: Yes, I do remember Isla from the North. Wow. Oh, boy. Lori, that brings back some really nice memories. She was a sweetheart. She is she a was. sweetheart, I'm sure.
0: She was, and she is.
2: And uh, speaking of stuff, speaking uh, of stuff that wouldn't. With Gail. You did. Oh, Gumby. <laughs> Gumby was there. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, my God. I can't. She, North, she was from also from North Carolina. She actually lives in San Jose now.
0: Uh, the Chastain.
2: Yes, yes, yes. We've we've uh, exchanged uh, Facebook pleasantries now and then. Um, yeah, uh, Orlando Long is another one that that I will keep up with. Yep. Um, my heart was in a good place when you posted some of those photos, and I saw the great Calvin Shane.
0: The Calvin Shane,
2: yes. The Calvin Shane. That oh man, he was. Um, then Tom from L.A. Um, was, I think he was there as well. Yep. So yeah, these are, these are people that, you know, they may not realize it, but they in their own way have little stamps in my passport. That is my life. They've all got their own little stamps on little nuggets, um, you know, that they, that they put in there.
0: Yeah. So actually I should have said this earlier as well an email started going around today talking about the latest reunion. And there is, there are probably 75 names on here uh, from all of the people of, of course, Lou or so. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can post that on the, on the show, but
2: <laughs> what, you know what Lori said?
0: Yes. What, why wouldn't you say that? Well, you know why? Because, Remember Griselle and remember when they were speaking Spanish? And mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't think I understood. <laughs> remember that phrase?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh that my goodness. Was fun. Yeah. That was fun.
0: Uh so all the names that you have mentioned, um, I won't do a bunch of them on here, but of course Calvin Shane is on there. Uh the Hart Brothers. Let's see who else is on here. So, of course, we never,
2: Lori, we never behave. Yeah, I'm not going to start. I didn't then, and I'm not going to now. <laughs> you well, know, she yeah. can she
0: can say that now, but you
2: know, I'll a, just say this: I miss Lori's truck.
0: You miss her and, truck, and
2: mm. I'll and I'll leave it at that.
0: Okay. All right. we'll have to get the rookie on here soon, so rookie be be looking out for my contact, so we'll get you on and uh catch up as well. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be any. Fun. oh, she has to ask the question, truck,
2: yeah, don't worry about it, never mind, never <laughs> mind
0: okay uh, oh my goodness gracious, all right, so uh so Tom Cush is the one that has put in together the reunion, so I will make sure that we get uh all of that information. So for those of you that have been involved in NAJAC or Blowjack in any way, Junior Achievement, and you want to get together when we get together, hopefully that will be in 2021. If not, it will be as soon as we can all get back together and hang out. Let me know. I'll get you on the list, and we will keep everybody updated on the possibilities. The last time we did this, it was on the campus of IU. IU. So just to let you know, being able to walk down Fee Lane and go to the auditorium and relive all of those memories, that's what we're trying to do once again.
2: So when you guys went there, one of the things that I will always remember, it it seemed like it took forever because we used to have to fly in when we were coming in from the Bahamas. We'd have to fly in into Indianapolis and then drive to Bloomington. And that drive was like the flattest, longest drive. Yeah, okay. And I always remember that we were always about the halfway point when he passed uh, Larry Bird Motors. Does he still have a uh, an auto dealership? Uh,
0: you know what? I didn't pay attention to that because I'll explain why. Um, oh, I responded to the wrong one. So, yeah, there we go. So I was responding to the rookie. She asked if we sang in the auditorium and the answer is yes, we did.
2: uh, That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So here's what happened. I, I haven't told anybody publicly this. So when I flew into the reunion, I was too busy doing too many things and not paying attention to purchasing my plane ticket. And I was excited because we found out that there was an airport in Bloomington and I'm like, I'm not going to fly into Indianapolis. I'll just fly into Bo- Bloomington. So instead of flying into Bloomington, Indiana, oh. I flew into, what was it? Bloomington, Kentucky or Bloomington, Illinois or whatever.
2: What, Illinois. Illinois. Oh my God.
0: And I got, I got my luggage, went outside and I was just going to, you know, get an Uber to head over to the campus. And the Uber said it was going to take four hours. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And I finally realized I flew into the wrong freaking Bloomington.
2: You flew into the wrong state, dude. So I
0: so I had to rent a car because there was no way that I could, you know, turn around and fly back to Indianapolis. And so I ended up driving from Bloomington, Illinois to Bloomington, Indiana.
2: That's funny. That is, that, that's, that's, that's a you thing to do.
0: That was a, that was another bogus adventure that if I ever, if I ever print another paper, that story will be in there with all the other. (laughs) Oh
2: God, the paper. Oh my God, the paper. (laughs) I remember the paper. Oh, you should, you should get the paper going again, man.
0: But here's the thing. I got to figure out a better way to do it because you know, the, the joy of the paper was getting the envelope in the mail and getting the pink paper, mm-hmm. you know? So now I would just have to upload it, and people would just read it online. So we'll figure something out.
2: Do it as a TikTok or an Instagram. <laughs> TikTok, I, uh, do it as a, or Do it as an Instagram story, pink with a pink background with the paper, and you click on it, and then you've got, like, maybe 15 to 20 seconds to do it. Do it once a month, boom, you're golden,
0: baby. All right, we'll figure that out as soon as I figure out the TikTok. Listen, no, I,
2: don't, don't do TikTok, do Insta, because we're all old. We're all old, I just, so just do it on Instagram.
0: Well, I just got on the Insta, but I don't, I haven't used it yet. So okay, do so it on Twitter remember, then. Twitter I just, has stories now. Remember, I just got onto the Facebook five years ago. So I got on the Facebook. I just got on the YouTube a year ago.
2: It's just called Facebook now. They don't call it the Facebook anymore. I'm gonna call it the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. you're not even using zoom you're using some other like i do have senior. zoom
0: i do have zoom but here's the thing zoom doesn't do what this does i can stream to multiple locations simultaneously so zoom i have used and i do use for one-on-ones and for group meetings and we'll do all that but this will stream to both youtube and the facebook and to LinkedIn as soon as they approve me to get on LinkedIn, I can stream up to five locations simultaneously on that. So that's what we're gonna do. That's what I use this for.
2: Oh, you're basically so you're big time. Oh yeah. Nice. Very nice. Very yeah. nice.
0: So not as big time as you, but I'm working on it.
2: No, 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 baby. If you're 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 doing stuff on five platforms at the same time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just on one platform. It's a universal platform, but you're out there, man. You're out there, baby. You're getting clicks.
0: We're working on it. That's right. So we're working on it. All right. So here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to find a way to get a time where PD can stay on longer. Yeah. Because I really wanted to have the two of you talk about the things that you have been doing over the years. You know, one of the things that I'm trying to do is also get people that have stayed in touch And you guys have done that. So I really wanted to get that interaction between the two of you on the air. So we will do that at some point. Uh, I know he's busy, but he's got to make time for us, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just ask him to to give you an hour (laughs) on whatever day. And whatever day that is, I will shift my calendar around and make sure that I'm here.
0: All right. We will do that. So... We're going to go ahead and start to end off the show. Is there any other questions or any other comments or stories that you want to share before we end off here?
2: Well, I don't know. A lot of the stories that I can share, I can't share, you know, on these platforms, because I'm I'm assuming these are PG-13 platforms. We really can't. Yes. You know, we really can't share, you know, like like stories of, of me and Julio interacting with people at seventy miles an hour on I ninety five uh the weekend that I'm about to leave uh to uh Massachusetts for college. Um
0: yeah that's a that's a we, Zoom story. One of,
2: weekend, one of the trips to Miami that I will never forget, but we can't talk about those things here.
0: So here's what we're gonna do. So in twenty twenty one the the one of the goals is is to have a monthly Zoom meeting or something mm-hmm. like that where we can get people in And it won't be live. It'll just be us chatting and sharing stories. And uh, we'll try to do something like that where we can share those kinds of stories.
2: Got it. Got it.
0: Do that. All right, my friend, it was great catching up. And, uh,
2: you look good, my man. We you didn't, look uh, good. We, speaking of, of looking they good, they say black don't crack, but and that's the truth. When it comes to you, brother, yeah. you still look like you're in your your early twenties. Well, that's
0: because we we got the small frame here. I don't have the whole picture. So. <laughs>
2: you do. You look great. You look great, Marvin. And, and, and I will say this: you you sir, you don't just have like one of the four boxes in my passport in life. You've got your own page. You may not. You may not know this, but I want to tell you that you made a huge impression in my life. I will always be grateful to you for that, my friend.
0: Wow. Well, I'm, uh wow, humbled by that for sure. And uh, especially not knowing it after all these years. Um, like I said, seeing you and seeing Petey and seeing some of the other people that were, I don't even know what the right word. I didn't like it when, you know, at the conference, we were originally supposed to be mom and pop. And I said, I said, that's not going to work. And that's where the uncle Marv came from is that junior achievement conference. But seeing you kids, you know, as I called it coming through my groups and I had what eight of them or whatever, but there are many of you that have, I've, I've watched grow up and I've seen do great and amazing things. And, you know, that's, it's, it's almost, you know, like you said, being a father, you know, That's the closest that I have to that, and uh, I enjoy it.
2: I mean, we talk about the sit that the situation with that group, and you gave me a lesson in just by the way you handled that situation. You could have been like, you know, what do you mean? I won. I I won uh, best group last year. I'm the cock of the walk. I'm the man. Why are you doing this to me? Screw this. I'm going to just goof off for a week.
0: But you but, but you, you Yeah, uh-huh. but you also remember, I mean, yeah, I was I was best group the year before, but the bottom line is I was just like everybody else. I was, you know, I wasn't any more important than any other group counselor there. You know. So this uh, is true,
2: but you didn't but you you didn't have to have that attitude. You got put you got thrown into a meat grinder. Right. And you made the damn best of it. And you can still see the results of that to, to this day. So I think that's the lesson, no matter what happens, you've got to try and make the best of it. Right. Right? What would, you know, and again, it's that positive energy. Um, you know, I'm sure that you you went back to your room and, and, you know, swore up and down and, you know, what the hell, but then you, you'd put that, you know, you'd put that, that check back on those blue and white checks back on with those jean shorts. And you'd come out there and you would just suck it up and you know, you would make sure that you were positive and that would rub off on each and every one of us. And that is a life lesson that, you know, not everybody can give. And that was something that, that I learned from you.
0: Well, the idea was to make it the best week of your life.
2: And it was
0: did what I could.
2: You did. You got mission accomplished, and I got at least one lifelong friend uh, in the process.
0: I think you have more. They just... Uh, well, you
2: know what I mean. You know yeah, what I'm saying. I know.
0: You know what I'm saying. I know. All I right. love you, brother. And uh, confirmation from the Rookie. You are right about that, Will. So Absolutely. Thank you, Rookie. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Rookie, we have some stories as well. Uh, going back, she was also somebody who uh, went through the whole gamut as a delegate and staff person. And, uh, wow, lots there, lots to unpack. So
2: Lots to unpack.
0: We'll be back. We'll be uh, with PD the next time we get. We will also uh, be in touch about the upcoming reunion and anything we can do there. When I do get these meetings set up, we'll try to get ourselves a little Zoom Zoom reunion going. And uh, share sure stories. Everybody
2: has a cocktail. So yes. I think this is this will be my last one of my uh, my habiki, and I think that's a good sign. to, to sign <laughs> off.
0: That'll be good. All right. So thank everyone for coming out and listening and uh, enjoying another episode of the Uncle Marv podcast. I think oh, we'll, be yes, <laughs> we'll be back. Be uh, back another week or so and have another one. Until then. Holla.